Hey, boys and girls. Listen up, all you knuckleheads. This is Skull Funk Radio with your host, Food One. Get ready to have fun. <laughs> Je me danser avec toi, je me danser comme toi. Je me danser avec toi, je me danser comme toi. Je me danser avec toi, je me danser comme toi. Je me danser avec toi, je me danser comme toi. Je me danser avec toi, je me danser comme toi. Je me danser
We're back with the Stacks of Wax. This is Skull Funk Radio Volume 2. I am your host, Food One, a.k.a. Joey Jojo Shabadoo. Thank you for joining me on this mixtape experience, this psychedelic ride. Starting off, Klaus Weiss from the Colors of Funk compilation, uh, the German Sound Library of Golden Ring and Happy Records from 1974 to 1979. After that, Pierre Perpal from the DJ Kicks record. And Shit Goddamn, Get Off Your Ass and Jam, Funkadelic 1975, the year I was born, with Get Off Your Ass and Jam from the Let's Take It to the Stage record. I would highly recommend you go out and get all the Funkadelic records on vinyl if you can. You want that oversized Pedro Bell art. You want to take that home, maybe sit in a beanbag or comfortable couch, spark one up, put on the record, look at the art, and have an experience. That's that's what it's all about. Um, his stuff is amazing. I love it. Uh, I also love Overton Lloyd. He's the other Funkadelic Parliament artist. He um, designed like the Sir Nose Devoid of Funk character and did the album covers for uh, Motor Booty Affair and um, Funk Intelligy versus the Placebo Syndrome, 1977. Get all that stuff. Check out all those records, all the artwork. It's super awesome, crazy, cosmic, weird shit. Um, the Funkintelliki versus the Placebo Syndrome is all about this epic space battle versus Sir no- Nose Devoid of Funk versus Star Child. And um, I laugh as I say it because I just I, I just wonder how high these guys were when they just came up with all this stuff. It's really amazing. And uh, Overton and I became buddies over Twitter, I guess, a couple of years ago, like admiring each other's art. And uh, he did an art show, I guess, like two years ago at Meltdown Comics on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. That's my old neighborhood. So I walked down there and checked out the art and got to meet him in person finally. And it was awesome. He's a great dude. But he had the idea of like, we should jam on a piece right then and there. And so he started getting people to scurry around and try and find like a board for us to draw on or something. So long story short, one of his assistants found like a big sheet of poster board and him and I jammed out on this weird collaborative piece and I did a kind of like Afro not space chick, you know, hot girl, whatever. And he did a portrait of me, which I thought was very strange. Uh, he used to do the caricatures for that game show, uh, Win, Loser, Draw, that was on TV. And so that was his thing, is he would do caricatures of people. And um, I guess that's what he decided to do that night. So. Flattering, of course, in a way, but just an odd kind of pairing of images. And for a while, there was this 
you know, the, the, the piece was hanging up in meltdown on one of their walls and friends of mine would text me or hit me up and be like, why is there a huge drawing of you that you did on the wall at meltdown? And I was like, well, I didn't do the drawing of me. Overton Lloyd did that. I did the, the hot Afro girl standing next to him, but I guess the styles look close enough that it was just this weird, silly thing to have on the wall in the comic shop for a while. But regardless, shout out to Overton Lloyd, shout out to Pedro Bell. The brilliance of those Funkadelic and Parliament records had a huge, huge fucking influence on me. Especially when I was in college, got to art school and started smoking weed every single day. I would pop those records on and sit at my table, my little shitty horrible desk in my dorm room that I was sharing with my buddy Micah, and I would just ink and ink and ink and draw and ink and ink and draw to these records. And I would play them loud and I would annoy the shit out of everyone on the floor of my dorms. Second floor, north side. Shout out to the Kansas City Art Institute crew. Cool. Okay, let's get back to it. Rhymes ever made by man are going into this mic written by this hand are coming out of this mouth made by this tongue I tell you now my man my name is Young but so you think that this your destiny to get the best of me but I suggest to be quiet but don't even try from the east and west of me taking it and never breaking it or even shaking it grooving it and always moving it cause I'm not faking it pulling out rhymes like books off the shelf born in England makes a hollow talk to go for myself this is stone cold rhyming no frills no fluffs and it's no accident that these rhymes sound tough I'm going off baby there's no turning back I'm on your TV on your album cassette and a track and when the show is finally finished I'll be taking my bath my name is Young and yo, I got no how. You know what I'm saying? I got no hat. Party people. I got no hat. I kick it just like this. I got juice like the president. I'm making rappers hesitant. Invite me to your house and I'll be chilling like a resident. Yes, cause I'm that type of man. Cause I make myself at home no matter where I am. I got it rolling like thunder. Making y'all wonder why I'm on top with all the other rappers under. I make no errors, mistakes, or blunders. It's like a wedding. Let no man put us under. My name is Young. I see I like to rock right well. Cause when I get up on the mic, I just release my spell. It's no hocus pocus. I just get you into focus and swarm all over you just like a horde of locusts. Smooth operator, female persuader. Spot a fly girl and in a week I'm on a data. I got the kind of style. I pull the here and the now, and I can do it cause I got no how You know what I'm saying? I got no hat Party people I got no hat Bust it Bust it 
my ruin Cause I know what I'm doing I treat them like government gum and start chewing I spit them out when the flavor's gone And I repeat the chewing process till the break of dawn Cause I'm tough like a bone Sly like Stallone Rocking and clocking on the microphone Smooth like a mirror and hearts I strike terror Rhymes like runs and hits with no errors Cold like a blizzard on the mic I am the wizard with the funky fresh rhymes Coming out of my gears It never sees it, never coughing I rock the mic often Hard as a rock and no sign I'll soften Making sure I get respect on my mind Rhymes connect I start to build like a builder from an architect Moving all around above and under the ground You see my face and then you hear my sound Coming at ya with the mic in hand I'm gonna take command just the way I plan Cause I'm a one man band and you are my fan Don't you understand? I'm like Superman You're the man of steel, don't you know the deal? You better be for real, I got sex appeal This is what I feel and this here's my vow And now you know the brother with no how You know what I'm saying? I got no how And I'm chilling Never healing In my mouth I got two feelings Whatever I'm on a mic cold stone getting over My name is Young and she known as the fly casting over Kick it Plastic wood. 
That's right, we're getting into some rush. People are probably surprised or disturbed by that, but basically my approach to the show is I kind of figured out the formula, which is I'm gonna handle this like I was in high school making a mixtape for you know my car to pop it in and jam around town and that's sort of the vibe of the music the diversity of the genres uh volume one we stuck with a lot of funk and soul um which we will always do but i'm also going to introduce a little bit of rock jazz metal experimental it's good to keep it diverse and dig in the crates and just have fun with it Plus, the show is free, so you really have nothing to bitch about. You know what I mean? Um, starting off with Young MC from 1989, and that is Know How, produced by the Dust Brothers. Brilliant, brilliant dudes uh, during that LA area when they were also working on the Beastie Boys Paul's Boutique record with Matt Dyke. Legendary era of music, uh, as far as I'm concerned sampling, um, you know, Isaac Hayes' theme to Shaft. There's a bunch of other samples in there. And it was that era when you could still basically sample whatever you wanted and get away with it, you know. As soon as sample clearance became a huge, huge issue in music, that, that kind of deflated some of the fun for me with hip-hop. Um, but, you know, you, you, you do what you can. After that, Wonderful Ass by Prince and the Revolution from the Purple Rain Deluxe Expanded Edition, which just came out last year. Wonderful Ass is an unreleased track. They added it to this Deluxe Edition, which I would highly recommend getting if you're a fan of his royal badness. If you're listening to this show, I'm assuming you are. And um, there's a bunch of great bonus stuff on the re-release, there's instrumentals and weird stuff from the feature-length Purple Rain movie. So definitely get on that if you are interested in everything Prince and the Revolution from that golden era of their career. And uh, yeah, we just heard Anthem by Rush, 1975, fly-by-night record. And, you know, Kind of a controversial band amongst me and my record-collecting music fanatic friends. I guess not for me. I think Rush is fucking awesome and one of the best rock bands ever. And I think their musicianship is at the highest level. You can't touch it with a 10-foot pole. And skill, music, musician-wise, they can pretty much go toe-to-toe -to -toe with any band. That's a bold statement. But if you get into them, research their records, their sound, Getty Lee, Neil Peart, Alex Lifeson, man, they're fucking amazing. They're fantastic. And I think some people dismiss them or can't get into them, mainly because of Getty Lee's voice, maybe. It's very much an acquired taste, the kind of high-pitched, squealing sound, but for me, after I got into it, it maybe took just a little bit, but now I find it comforting. I, I put on Rush records and, you know, the sound kicks in, his voice kicks in, and I just feel like, yeah, everything's gonna be all right. 
everything's gonna be okay. Um, and I had an opportunity to see Rush a couple years ago at the Hollywood Bowl, and it was absolutely fantastic. Everyone there was not just a Rush fan, but like a Rush fanatic. So people were going batshit crazy. And, you know, Neil Peart, the drummer, one of the greatest drummers of all time, does this thing where, you know, the other guys leave the stage and Neil Peart does this 20-minute insane drum solo where the, the drum riser he's on is, like, rotating around in a circle and he's just fucking destroying it on the drums and going into all this jazz stuff and doing these triplets and, and it's just... It was a spectacle. Like, I, I was sold. I was already a fan of the band, but then seeing them live made it make so much more sense where I was like, these guys, you need to hear and see and witness the musicianship live to really add to the cream on the pie of Rush. I'm not sure. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, meanwhile, people are faxing in questions through the fax machine that we have here at the Skull Funk Laboratories. And they're saying, they're asking the question, hey, Food One, what's up? What are the other great power trios of all time? The other, your other favorite rock and roll trios. And I would answer that by saying definitely the Minutemen, um, Agent Orange, Nirvana, of course, Cream, uh, the Who, the original lineup of Primus, the sailing, the seas of cheese era of Primus. We all know Les Claypool, obviously on bass, and the other two guys from that era. Their names are escaping me. You can Google it. Forgive me, but uh, yeah, all bands worth checking out. And um, speaking of things to check out. Let's get back to the flavor.
Y'all thought I was coming back with some R&B, huh? <laughs> here it comes, you'll hear it is or there it was. But where was it when you needed it? Because you fall to the waistline when your waist rhymes. Search got a flow when it comes to flat beats and bass lines. I heard the rumors and the fables. Remove them like the tumors on tables. Movements for the willing and the able. So turn to the next page in your manual and flam, flam. All over the jam, chill, lounge. Kick your ten little toes up at the edge of this razor blade. Save your spade as the groove plummets you to another dimension. May I just mention, fences are not in for all made for climbing. And you're stuck to your grip like a aluminum siding. Hiding in the back is for crumbs. search here it comes return of the product is the record third base in the house nothing wrong with that before that l michael's affair was slideshow and uh the troublemakers before that too old to die from their doubts and convictions lp definitely want to give a big shout out to carmen aka jane doe for doing the intro to this show Matt Zawicki and the mysterious Justin K on production. Thanks you guys so much. 
And um, current project, working on Tank Girl All-Stars right now. Uh, check your comic shop for the latest issue. And, you know, check out the uh, Instagram, at Jim Mafood, and that's my main hub for daily updates, current projects I'm working on. You can get merch and original art and books and pins and all the swag you need at jimmafood.com. I don't want to turn it into too big of an advertisement, but check it out if you can, if you want some product in your life. And definitely need to end the show by dedicating this episode to my homie, John Schnepp, who recently passed away unexpectedly. Don't want to bring the mood or the tone of the show down and bum people out too much, but it would be strange if I didn't mention it. Uh, John was a good buddy of mine in LA, a brilliant director, producer, man about town. I can't really describe everything he did because he was such a renaissance man and did a little bit of everything. He was most known as a director on uh, Metalocalypse and the Venture Brothers cartoons and made the amazing documentary with his lovely fiance Holly. Uh, the documentary, The Death of Superman Lives, which is all about the late 90s Superman movie that Tim Burton and Nicolas Cage were trying to make. Definitely check out that documentary. It's fantastic. John and Holly worked their asses off on it. They put their heart and soul into it. They got access to all these crazy hidden archives through Warner Brothers of development art and sketches and concept art. They even flew to England and interviewed Tim Burton at his house. Um, and the doc is just full of crazy visuals and amazing information and it was very, very well done. And um, John was just a guy that I met through going to art shows and being around in LA. Basically, everyone in comics and animation and pop culture as a whole knows John, knew John. Um, he was a very big, tall, kind of intimidating figure in a way, but once you got to know him after like five seconds, you would want to give him a hug because he had like that teddy bear thing going on, you know? And um, we became friends because the first time we were hanging out, he was talking about some of the things he had worked on. He told me, yeah, in my early 20s, you know, in the early 90s, I directed this music video. You won't know the band, but um, it was uh, Mike Muir and Robert Trujillo from Suicidal Tendencies and Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction on Drums. And, and I, I was like, wait, 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 stop right there. Are you talking about infectious grooves? And his eyes got really wide and he looked at me and was like, dude, what, what? Like, after 25 years of talking about this video, you're the only person who's ever known the band. And I was like, yeah, man, you know, early 90s, LA, punk, funk, infectious grooves, man. I'm like, I got all their records. I know all the words to every song on their first record. It was one of those records that me and my friends in high school like played constantly and really enjoyed. So 
John directed the music video for the song Therapy off that record, which also features Ozzy Osbourne. So you should really just pause the show right now and go to YouTube, check out the video, Infectious Grooves, the song is Therapy. John directed the video. He's also in the video playing the mad doctor. And it's a very fun, silly, early 90s video. Um, but there's shots in the video where John is in the same shots as Ozzy and Mike Muir. And I'm sure that as a metalhead and a music fanatic, he was in seventh heaven, just like partying and hanging out and having fun with these guys. So that made a huge impression on me. And then we instantly bonded over this music obsession and comics obsession and John was a host on, for many shows on Collider, doing pop culture-y kind of shows where he would go shopping with celebrities at Meltdown Comics and they'd buy comics together. He did a fantastic episode with Frank Miller where he takes Frank into Meltdown and they're shopping around and it's awesome. They actually, they see Dave Croslin, my homie King Gum, they see his um, Ego Rehab book on the shelf and Frank Miller's like, oh, what's this? This looks interesting. And John's like, yeah, yeah, that's Dave Crosland. He's amazing. You should pick that up. And Frank flips through it and is like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this. This looks good. So John was the real deal. And he wasn't one of these like poser pop culture people. He knew his shit. And I mean, you could have like a two hour conversation with him just about Jack Kirby's Fourth World comic books or something like that. So um, he will be definitely missed and he left us way too early and I wanted to recognize him and give a shout out and give a shout out to Holly. If you're listening, call me, text me anytime if you need anything. Uh, I love you. We all love you. And um, if you guys out there listening could do me a favor, I think we could all come together and uh, crack open maybe a bottle of whiskey or scotch, pour one out for John, put that glass in the air for this last track. Crack open maybe an ice cold can of beer, put that guy up in the air, you know, if you don't mind. Spark a fresh one up, a fresh bowl or something of that nature get that smoke up in the air, you know? Even if you don't have any of that, man, just put those devil horns up there, man, for me. Up in the air for our homie John Schnepp. And we're gonna end it. Infectious Grooves Therapy 1991. You guys are awesome, thanks for listening. Take care.